welcome in to another edition of the PHNX D-backs podcast right here on PHNX. The Arizona Diamondbacks, I don't know if you heard, got win number 80 tonight. That's right. Suck it, Jake. Uh, this is, of course, the PHNX D-backs podcast. My name is Derek Montia. I am your mayor of the city of Phoenix, according to Apple TV. This man next to me, he is in charge of all the electricity in town. He is Sean DePaz, and of course... Uh, the person that is in charge of all the thunder sticks, I guess it's the vice mayor, Jesse Friedman. <laughs> thunder and lightning. All of thunder, thunder and lightning well, right here. Oh, there's not the combo. All of them. Oh, <laughs> not man. all of the thunder sticks. Yeah. Not all. Is that what you're saying? Not like, all of them. What thunder oh, sticks no, are not? Don't, we're not getting into okay. that. I appreciate him saying that though. <laughs> Welcome into you guys. Welcome in to a show about the best team in baseball. It's the Arizona okay. Diamondbacks. We are a wagon. Am I not allowed to say <laughs> No, you're not allowed to say that You are screaming it off air. Oh, but I can't say it on air. Uh, they're a wagon. They're a wagon. They're a wagon. I'm with all of your comments. I love <laughs> but Derek, it. Are you just not <laughs> learning that we can't say everything we say off air on air? No, I don't know anymore. <laughs> I've already learned that lesson, I think. But uh, uh, another thing I have learned is that Zach Gallen, of course, got strikeout number 200 tonight. It wasn't great. Definitely wasn't, uh, didn't have his best stuff, as we've said about Zach Gallon numerous times this year. The things didn't start out great for Zach. Uh, he gave up a leadoff triple to Lamont Wade Jr. that Corbin Carroll played really poorly in the right field. Wade would go on to score. People were already saying this game was going to be a loss because uh, then he gave up a solo home run to Jock Peterson, and things just didn't look good. It, it really looked like we were going to get the Zach Gallon that we've seen struggle at times this year, but he would settle in after that. I mean, he struck out four yeah. in a row, including the side in the second on just 11 pitches. And Zach Gallon did emerge. The Zach, the Zach Gallon we know, right? But then, I mean, it, it, it just didn't last very long because he struggled again there in the fifth inning. Uh, he didn't seem to be able to get things back on on track. And uh, his night ended fairly early with, with a pitch count of 93, but... What were your thoughts, Jesse, on on Gallon's night and just kind of the up and down? Because like we did, we we saw the best and worst of Zach Gallon at times. I felt like in this start. Yeah, yeah. I mean, after right, I mean, it was two nothing Giants after the first four hitters in this game, and then Zach Gallon rattled off four consecutive strikeouts, and you know, it sort of felt like, all right, here we go. I mean, this is this is Zach Gallon that we that we've seen in the past, particularly at home. He's obviously pitched very very well. Uh, at Chase Field, and and then the fifth inning came. Right, he was kind of moseying along. Things were looking pretty good. He was letting letting some base runners on, but he got a couple big double plays. And then the fifth inning came, and, and he had a Zach huge Gallen lead at just, that point. Yeah, he had a big lead for sure. Uh, I believe it was seven to two yes. entering that inning. But he kind of lost the strike zone. Mm -hmm. I mean, Zach Gallen just could not, and and they were uncompetitive pitches. It was, a lot of his four seam fastballs were just well outside off yeah. the plate he walked three out of four batters including wilmer flores which forced in a run uh it, it wasn't it wasn't great it, it was not it, overall it still didn't really feel like a complete outing for for zach gallon it kind of looked like a pitcher who's maybe feeling the effects of of you know approaching 200 innings on the season now i think he's at 197 and two-thirds which is the highest he's ever thrown in his professional career and the D-backs are going to ask a lot more of him, right? Yeah. I mean, he's got two more starts in the regular season. If things go the Diamondbacks way the next couple of weeks, he's got more after that. So Damn. I think there are some some fair big picture questions here about where the Diamondbacks stand, if this is what Zach Gallen is going to look like more often than not the rest of the way. But I mean, the story of the game was was the offense and the Diamondbacks really ability was. to answer back. And and the fact yep. that the, the Giants never really got that close after that second inning uh, because the offense just just kept their foot on the gas pedal the rest of the way. 
Corbin Carroll was a huge contributor early on, especially after he made that kind of mistake, if you want to call it that, in right field there with that Lamont Wade Jr. You could probably call it triple. a mistake. It, <laughs> it, was, it was not, a, not, a, not an poorly, ideal play. It was a poorly played <laughs> call, but uh, he did score in the first to cut the deficit in half, and then there's that crazy second inning where things were just kind of inexplicable. I mean, it wasn't, it didn't look like things were going the Diamondbacks way at all in that second inning. Uh, Moreno got hit by a pitch with one out. He gets on base. Uh, then with two outs, Perdomo doubles, uh, which was followed by Corbin Carroll, two RBI double that scored Moreno and Perdomo. And that really busts things open. That gave the Diamondbacks that three to two lead. But then Cattell Marte walked him and Corbin Carroll kind chaos. of both steal at the same yeah. time. And yes, chaos, <laughs> chaos, sir. It was just absolute chaos. Yeah. I mean, it was the embodiment of, of the, the whole create chaos five. Like it only happens because Corbin Carroll is as, as fast as he is. And they double steal the third. They miss throw it to third. And he blows they, right through TP's yeah, then, stop yeah, sign. TP throws up the stop sign big time, <laughs> and Corbin says, I don't give a nope. shit. I'm running no matter what. It, it rolled away. And he yeah. did and was going to be cooked if the throw was on time. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, but it wasn't. Um, again, because they're, they're, you're, they're having to rush stuff because of how fast Corbin is. That gets overthrown, and then he waves in Cattell. On which he gets, probably he gets Cattell to blow again, through the stop they probably like, no, could have at too. least <laughs> tried to throw home. I don't really understand why they didn't because there was no one yeah. else on base. Yeah. But whatever, and they scored two because of of this team just being chaotic on the base paths yeah. and being super aggressive. Like it was a yeah. lot of what we saw early in the year, and to see them doing it again is very nice. And that's the reason why there's a high percentage chance of what we saw go wrong, go wrong, especially with the speed of the guys on the base path. Surprisingly, that was Cattell's only seventh. Uh, it was only his seventh stolen base of the And year. I would wager that a decent number of them have come like this, like, like on yeah. the back end of a Corbin, of a Corbin Carroll, Carroll where he steal, also yeah. gets the steal. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, Corbin just going for it there was exactly what you were talking about. Like maybe at times the Diamondbacks have played it too safe. Would you have been upset if Corbin did get thrown out with that throw he would have been out yeah if wilmer flores makes the play i thought it was a pretty decent throw i think that was more on wilmer flores than patrick bailey uh i think if if wilmer flores is able to make that play i think they had corbin carroll at, at third base yeah but i didn't think the ball got far enough away at all and then in the moment like when when tony p threw up the stop sign he i didn't think it was a, I, I thought he was going to be out and obviously he ended up well, and, and, and that's Not the thing really is for, for pushing the action like that and everything, like, I mean, and I guess everything that ensued afterwards, if at any point these guys were thrown out, I, I like, I don't know, like, I felt like maybe that was going to happen watching it live, but I wasn't mad that it was going to happen should it have happened. Like, I was glad sure. that they were pushing the action and that they were doing this chaos on the base path thing that they were known for early on in the season yeah i mean that's what makes this diamondbacks team fun to watch right it's when they're trying things like they did there i mean Cattell Marte was on first base yeah <laughs> and he scored right yeah uh, these are not normal things i mean you had first and second in in that moment theoretically to score both of those guys you need like a double to the gap or something which right? is what they got from tommy Pham, which is what they, they got from tommy for it so but... tommy fam might have been bitter after this because <laughs> he basically RBI. had his rbis <laughs> yes, stolen away from pilfered him. from him but tommy fam in that inning was honestly the only guy who like really made solid contact like <laughs> yeah. his, his double yeah. down the line was well hit 
Uh, Geraldo Perdomo's was quite dinky. It Mitch was, Hanniger doesn't quite have the range that he once did. It was way outside the strike zone. It was like, I think it was like a one-handed follow-through. It was a little like, weird. It was, it was just a little a weird. Corbin uh, Carroll kind of poked his double down the line that Same inning thing. as well. Yeah. You also had the walk and the hit by pitch in that inning. Uh, and then you had, a, you know, those errors on on the double steal, the Diamondbacks really turned something or turned nothing into something yeah. in that inning by somehow putting four runs on the board. Well, and I mean, honestly, it's it's one of those things that sends a message to the teams they are going to play going forward and potentially in the playoffs that this team will steal on you at any time, and you're you know you have to be you have to be at a hundred percent because if you make a mistake. They will absolutely take advantage of it, and you know they they'll, they will score runs. Yeah. For Carroll, it was his 48th stolen base of the season. He is now two stolen bases and one home run shy from a 25-50 season, which would be pretty historic. It puts him in basically a class of three other individuals. Of course, one of those is Mike Trout, uh, who accomplished such a feat in their rookie year. Uh, and I mean... Of course, we know how special Corbin is, but he also registered his 60th extra base hit of the year with his double and is now five away from passing Chris Young for the D-backs franchise record for a rookie. He's also the first rookie to get 60 extra base hits in a season since Pete Alonso did it in 2019. So I'm pretty sure that if Carroll, I need to double check this. I'm pretty sure if he gets to 2550, I think he's the first rookie to ever do that. Mike Trout had 49 stolen bases in his rookie season. Ah, Okay. uh, Yeah, I think. uh, Yeah, Trout (laughs) Trout had 30 home runs uh, rather than rather than 25. But I'm I'm pretty sure that Corbin Carroll, if if he does get to 2550, will be the first one. He will get to 50 rookie. He will get to 50. That seems pretty that clear. Seems... And I mean, he hasn't homered in, in a little while, right? There haven't been He's quite due. as many home runs of late. But yeah, I mean, one more. He's got 10 games left. In one more in the next 10 games. That's a pretty reasonable expectation, I think. Um, and another thing is, is that Cattell Marte was just absolutely unstoppable tonight. Uh, the man went four for four with an RBI and a walk. And of course, he is our king snake for the evening. So uh, Cattell Marte. Just uh, incredible and incredible. What a picture. Uh, he's heating up at the right time. Uh, we would love to see Christian Walker heat up, but like uh, like you said, Sean, when we were watching the game, the Diamondbacks are able to do this without Zach Gallon being very sharp and without Christian Walker really hitting right now. You know those guys are going to get it back on track. You know they're going to put it together again. Or, yeah, at so least you can hope that they can. At least you're hoping, yeah, yeah, yeah right, especially this season for the playoff run. But um should should they do that i mean this team is just going to be even more dangerous than what we're seeing right now okay piece of yoshi terrific joke terrific joke i don't know if people fully catch corbin may never homer again he's overdue if you will overdues his walk-up song um i shout out piece of yoshi um respect that i forgot we were talking about otherwise i'm too old to pick that um oh (laughs) the yeah i mean but yeah but yeah if those guys can start hitting they're gonna be real good i just i had said this before i think i texted you guys this half jokingly but i have said it seriously like i i had said i want Catella mvp votes which is half of a joke but also like i think there's a legitimate argument to be made that he's this team's most valuable player like in the times when the team was really bad obviously like he's had his dark moments of the year too just like every baseball player does but like when the team by and large like everyone was bad he was like the one bright spot yeah and he kind of i don't want to say he kept them afloat because they were still losing games uh but it, it it 
like he he especially when you consider where he was coming from like last year and and injury problems and just I guess general doubts coming from the fan base like he's been really really good for the Diamondbacks this year he should have been an yeah. all-star as Damon will will tell to anybody who will listen like it 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 He's been really impressive, and he did Bullshit. it. He was again today. <laughs> he was again today. There, I mean, that was one of the biggest X factors for this team coming into the season. Yeah. Right? Was what version of Cattell Marte you can use this year? It's crazy to think that last season Cattell Marte had you know 558 plate appearances, and he had a 727 OPS. Uh, he had a 321 on base percentage, a 407 slugging percentage. He was basically a league average hitter just a season ago and he has been a whole lot more than that this year obviously i don't know if he's gonna get mvp votes uh i think no, corbin i, I think corbin carroll if anyone on this team gets mvp votes i think it is almost certainly to be corbin carroll i understand that but i, understand why, I mean I guess, it, but... we got 10 more 10 more games i, w- I wouldn't say it's totally impossible Patel's but gonna hit for the cycle three times there you go yeah that, that might do it <laughs> that, would, that would maybe bring put him in the conversation <laughs> well the diamondbacks do currently have three guys or four guys hitting uh with an uh eight ops above 800 carroll with 863 and Marte at eight. 47 tommy fam has an 807 ops and then christian walker still has an 823 ops so uh offensively is lordis is right there gabby Lourdes moreno is right there is right lordis there. has 787 gabby thing. is uh at 752 so yeah they they could be there too but uh also alec thomas an incredible catch in the outfield we are uh, all he this. also had a triple but i mean that catch once again he he just makes things look so easy out there and it doesn't matter who else you put in center field, be it Corbin Carroll, Jake McCarthy, any of those other guys. Yeah. They look absolutely lost sometimes, especially on <laughs> balls exactly like that one that he yeah. caught. And it's understandable because that goddamn porch is a difficult thing to navigate when you are underneath it. I've been under it a couple of times when I've been on field and I just stare up at it like I can't imagine playing because <laughs> it it doesn't look nearly as deep as it actually is. Like it doesn't look like there's as sure. much room underneath it as there is when you're down there on the field. But uh, one thing I'll say about Alec is like, I, I would argue that he doesn't, he doesn't really make things look easy. That's why it's imp- like, they look hard. I just don't ever doubt that he's going to make the plays because he's so damn sure. good. Like, like I know damn well that a ball hit as hard as it was to the area that it was like, that's not an easy play, uh, but Cattell was or, 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 or Alec is running out there, and I'm the whole time. I'm like, yeah, that's yeah. uh, he's gonna make the play. We are all, and witnesses. then he does, and yeah, we are all we are all witnesses. Where did that? Where did we are all witnesses come from? Uh, is it was an inside joke that I'm not understanding right now. I mean, no, you weren't it. here when I came up with this. <laughs> okay. The post, the, the original sign was LeBron James. Yeah. It's the poster from Cleveland. Uh, LeBron, we are all uh, witnesses. Okay, and then <laughs> he did something crazy at one point. Um, and then he earned and, his spot, on and that I poster, made that basically. because we are all witness to yep. the greatness that is Alec Thomas. Um, and that's how we, we pull that out whenever he does something crazy. Yep, that's how it works around here. We got. I we, would say he and LeBron James are on pretty equal footing in their respective sports. Thank you. I would they say that. Thank you I would for say Alec that. is a better defensive player in his sport than LeBron He's is in his. Definitely a better defensive that's player. Yeah, the offense. <laughs> LeBron doesn't always softly ground out to the right side, but anyway, Alec uh, Thomas hit a triple. He did in this did. game that was that night. was legit, and I mean that turned into a run. Gabby Moreno to sacrifice fly. Uh, Lando says, "Seems to me that Moreno holds our team together." Yeah. I can't argue. I can argue Gabby. with that, right? He's the glue guy. Moreno is is him. He is him. 
Uh, well, you guys are him as well for being here in the PHNX Sports <laughs> YouTube channel collectively as a whole are him. Uh, make sure to hit that like button like Gabby says right there. Uh, make sure to sub subscribe to the PHNX Sports YouTube channel. Sign up for notifications. That way you don't miss whenever we go live. If you're listening on the audio podcasting side, uh, Gabby Moreno stopped by just to tell everybody to drop a like because I know you can't see that, but I'll describe it to you. Uh, make sure to subscribe to us there. Leave us a review as well. I'm also drinking the one beer that's good for wins and losses. It's the Joy Bus Wow Wheat from our friends at Four Peaks. Of course, you can get all of their wonderful beers <coughs> Excuse me, over at their 8th Street Pub. You can also follow them on social at Four Peaks Brew at Four Peaks Pub to get all the latest on Arizona's premier craft brewery. It is pumpkin porter season, so make sure not to miss that. And get in the fall state of mind with notes of nutmeg, allspice, and posted, toasted pie crust. Absolutely delicious. Uh, and it's just around for this time of the year, so make sure to do that. Uh, visit fourpeaks.com slash locator to find all your favorite brewery tours and events. Stein Holding, Oktoberfest, and Haunted Brewery tours are right around the corner. As we've told you before, the ghosts make the beer over there at Four Peaks. Uh, you can check out Four Peaks Brew at Four Peaks Pub to keep up with the latest Arizona's hometown brewery. Must be 21 or older to drink Four Peaks. Please drink responsibly. Uh, things are heating up in baseball. Of course, it is the wild card time of the year. Uh, every team is finish, is playing strong, uh, playing to finish the season strong and make it to the playoffs. With the DraftKings Sportsbook, you won't miss a minute of the baseball action. New customers can bet $150. Uh, score, excuse me, not not bet. You only have to bet $5. You can score $150 instantly in bonus bets for betting just $5 on baseball. Plus, all customers can take a crack at a sweet payday with DraftKings' same game parlays, which is the only way I bet on baseball. Uh, string together multiple bets from a single game for your shot at a major payout. And don't forget, don't, don't shy away from, you know, betting against your players doing big things, right? Like mm. you, you you don't have to necessarily yeah, go for the over, no. you know, six, seven strikeouts. You can just do the under emotionally 10. hedge. Yeah. Listen, you know, your team better than anybody. That's right. That's right. Especially some of those bullpen games. Actually, I don't know what I would do in some of those bullpen games. I, I don't know. I'm definitely doing like over on the hits, but yeah. I don't know about the rest of that stuff because we don't know what we're going to get on. on uh, hypothetically, you can bet on someone's walks and then still be good. Like I, Blake I, like, taking, I like taking total bases. Mm. That's a good one because it's safe, right? Like yeah. Corbin Carroll, I take total bases on because he can get a hit or he can walk or whatever. You just know Corbin Carroll is going to get on base somehow, some way. Uh, so these are what you can do over at the DraftKings uh, Sportsbook right now. Don't miss out. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code PHNX. New customers can score that $150 instantly and bonus bets for betting just $5 on baseball. Only on DraftKings Sportsbook with code PHNX. The crown is yours. And now let me let me do this before I have to read this uh, disclaimer. <laughs> All right. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY, uh, 467-369 in Connecticut. Help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas. Licensee partner, Golden Nugget, Lake Charles, Louisiana. 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. dot co slash baseball for eligibility terms and responsible gaming resources bonus bets expire seven <laughs> days after is issuance eligibility to, to deposit restrictions apply 
I love you, Jesse Jr. <laughs> um, all right. We also, uh, Damon and I were discussing this. We have to go back and look. I think Jesse Jr. might be responsible for the Diamondbacks' recent success. Well, his emergence definitely, uh, it, well, it was a good sign, right? Like, it was like things are back. Uh, we do know Je Jesse Jr. previously may have been the snake that was at one point had his tongue ripped out and was maybe decapitated by the Diamondbacks <laughs> uh, for being the, the former home run stink. Uh, now we have adopted him. He's in our care. We're making sure that he's safe, well-fed, and mostly we make sure that our pets' heads aren't falling off around these. Did parts. he? Did he befriend Rat Leon at, at some point? <laughs> are they? Are they friends? Do they? Do they like go bowling on weekends? They or something? did. He did befriend him, Jesse, and that's the reason why Rat bowl, Leon Jesse. isn't around anymore. How uh, is a snake supposed to bowl, Jesse? Explain question. that to me. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah, I'm pretty sure ever since we brought Jesse Jr. aboard on staff. Uh, like it, the record's been incredible. Yeah, I'm we were we were. It was in the middle of the dark times, and mm -hmm. now there's a light at the end of the tunnel. It's things and, are looking pretty bright. And for let's this do team. it, guys. Yep, Jesse Jr. I would say we're engulfed in the light right now. They have they have won 80 <laughs> games. They need to win two more games to ensure an above 500 season. But most likely, at least what six more games to ensure. Uh, I mean, the ensure is a pretty dangerous word to okay. use at, the, at this stage in the season. If you, if they won six, if they won <laughs> six of the last ten, yeah, you'd be in a you'd be in a pretty good spot. Um, but however, no guarantees. Yeah. Well, let's take a look at uh, the Marlins, the Miami Marlins, who refuse to go away. Uh, do we have the out of town scoreboard, or what do we have? We have wild card standing. Let's look at the out of town scores. Uh, Cincinnati gets blanked, so that's good. Finally, uh, we Ooh. get a game up on them. But the Miami Marlins walked off the New York Mets tonight. They are. They are just. They are they, wagon. They are a wagon. Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, they might be the team of destiny. Yeah. I don't know. If, if it's not us, it's Jake them. Berger. Burger. Did Burger. you guys see how that how that Mets Marlins game ended? No. It was. Uh, so I think it was. Two, so the, the Mets actually scored two runs in the top. Yeah, of the I heard that they had against, come back twice in this game. Yeah. Against uh, Tanner Scott, the uh, the Marlins closer. So it was a three three game. And then going to the bottom of the ninth inning, there were two outs and there was a pop up in foul territory that bounced off the top of the railing um, in, in one of the dugouts and a, a it wouldn't have been an easy play, but it's a play that a major leaguer could probably make. And, and would Francisco, have, that would have secured that would at least have, the end of that the would ninth. have ended the ninth and inning. They at least would have gone to extra innings. But Francisco Alvarez and Pete Alonso appeared to have some sort of a miscommunication. They didn't know who was going to get it, um, and it ended with it just uh, you know being a foul ball. And then Jake Berger ended the game with a walk off oh, hit God. a couple of pitches later. So no, I mean who knows Man, how that incredible. game ends if if they do make that play. It's not a guarantee, but. Uh, it was a pretty rough loss for for the Mets. They don't care anymore. They don't they care. They, the well, don't care. Alvarez was not mm. happy when that happened. Yeah. And if he they're going to care, it's going to be against a divisional opponent. Like if anything, they're going to want to keep him on the playoffs. That's I true. I think the Mets care about that series. Yeah. And didn't didn't uh, what's his name? Why am I blanking on the manager's name? Buck Showalter. Showalter, yeah. yeah. Um, he had said that it didn't wasn't, it, wasn't he the one that said like we owe it to the good teams to play our best players? Yeah, it's all that stuff. Yeah. Yeah, well, they're not doing what some other teams are doing and are just cutting players for the sake of cutting <laughs> players uh, and the cut payroll here is they're not going to make the playoffs. But uh, let's take a look again at that out of town scoreboard uh, again. Uh, <laughs> yes, the Marlins only won today because they claimed Matt Moore off of waivers <laughs> and he was not present with the club. But <laughs> just like Matt Moore's ghost <laughs> at the ballpark, <laughs> yeah. that's why the Marlins won this game.
so the Reds and the Phillies both lose. The Reds lose seven nothing to the Minnesota Twins. The Phillies lose three to nine to the Atlanta Braves. That seems right. Way to go, Atlanta, to finally Ooh. turn things around. We're over coming. There. I had a I had one of my uh, not good friends, but a, a girl that I know uh, texted me who lives in Philadelphia, and she was like, "You guys are you guys are playing well." I'm like, huh. "Yeah, we are. Yeah, yeah, we're coming. We're coming. We're coming. <laughs> we're coming. Uh, well, Milwaukee beats the St. Louis Cardinals seven to three, and Chicago absolutely waxes the Pittsburgh Pirates 14 the Pirates to 1 sometimes. This is the Cubs team that I saw coming towards us when we still had seven games to play them. <laughs> yeah, right. I'm glad that's uh, I'm we glad that, that we avoided that storm altogether, <laughs> but I don't think we avoided it, we conquered it. Like Damon well just said, we uh, said. we own them. We Let's absolutely go. own the Cubs. We do. We do. Uh 6 victories out of 7, I would say yes, that's the case, but uh that does impact our wild card standings. Let's take a look at those as well. Uh, because the Diamondbacks are able to have just a mm. little, a little breathing room. Vibe can tell. Look, I'm I I love that I love that picture so much. Um, there are no more ties, and it's actually like fascinating. Yeah, yeah it's for like the first how are time. how are not so it's the Diamondbacks and the Cubs are a half game behind them. The Cubs are in the third wild card slot. Marlins are a half game behind them, and then the Reds are a half game behind the Marlins. I'm ready. I'm ready for the Giants to fall off of this graphic. I yeah. Mean, at I what think, point do we start like more, eliminating I think them? One more win and the Giants fall off this graphic. My no, friends. I think I think you have to be. I mean, mm, is it too I, early for that? I think it might. I think five games at this point. Like once you hit, I was going to say five. Five as well. games. I think then you you got to drop off. You ever play Jack in the Box where you play murder trivia party like the. Shadow was oh, yeah. tracking down yes. your I, I yes. think you mean Jackbox. Jack did, I, did I say Jack, Jack in the Box? Jack in the Box is a fast food restaurant. Yes. <laughs> Jackbox. Um, oh, that's yeah. what's happening to the Giants. This is it's it is sneaking ah! up on them. Yeah, <laughs> they can see the darkness. That's, a, that's actually a very good analogy. <laughs> I, I appreciate that. I love it. Uh, well, and I mean, of course, you know, if they can, uh, it's it's never good to have that one team and be so close, right? Because just like what happened to the Cubs, the same thing could easily happen to the Diamondbacks should they struggle in any of these remaining yeah. series with how well these other teams are playing. Not to mention the fact that a lot of these teams in the Diamondbacks rearview mirror right now do have slightly easier schedules left than the Diamondbacks do. So, uh, I mean, it's it's not going to be easy, but I, I, I really just that's the one thing I'm still focusing on is how many wins is it going to take to secure maybe the final wild card position. Do you think it's going to take 86 wins? Do you oh, think it's going to be more at this point? Can we pull up the graphic one more time? I just came to the realization that the Red Sox or that the the <laughs> Yeah, what what Red well, Sox? No, the, I, the, the reason I, the D-backs <laughs> might be able to mathematically end the New York Yankees season. I have to see kind of where the numbers lie there, but I just want to put that out there. It could be very good very good series of games. For me. That that would be that would just that would be so thrilling me. for you. Oh my be, god, my heart oh would be god. I'd be like the the Grinch. My heart would <laughs> Go three times its size. So, All right, Jesse. yeah, I mean, these teams have uh, 10 or 11 games remaining. I guess the I think the Reds, if I'm doing my math right, they have nine. So, I mean, it, it seems like you're going to have at least one of these teams win six games from here on out. I mm -hmm. mean, it seems almost impossible. They're all going to be like 500 or less or something like that. Mm -hmm. So. So, so that means 85. So, yeah, I mean, like if the Diamondbacks, you know, if, if the Diamondbacks had six wins, they'd be at 86. That would be fairly safe. 
So maybe, yeah, maybe it's like the second spot winds up at 86 and the third spot's 85, something like that. I mean, that would be two, you know, both teams playing pretty well from here on out. But anything really could happen. I mean, at this point, the Diamondbacks are, I mean, if they had lost today, this looks very different mm -hmm. for them, right? I mean, uh, one loss can, can bump the Diamondbacks yeah. out of the picture entirely, depending on what the other teams do, even though they're in the second spot and not uh -huh. the third spot right now. So... Anything can happen. It's really impossible to predict. But yeah, 86 feels like if the Diamondbacks were to get there, they'd be in a pretty good spot. The Diamondbacks play the Yankees in five games. They have one game against left against the Giants, three games against the White Sox, and then they play the Yankees. The Yankees' current wildcard elimination number, five. Look at that smile. Look how happy I made him. Look at how happy I made him. I was so, I, I just, We're I was coming. thrilled to do that. We're him. coming. Um, but yeah, I mean, like We're you said, coming. Jesse, I, I, I felt like 80, 86 was that number that was safe to aim for. But again, with how well the Marlins are playing, with how well the Cubs just, I mean, this, that, that's scary, the 14 to 1, because that's just a reminder maybe to the Cubs themselves of what they're capable of. Yeah. And they could really go on a tear here at the end. And I don't so. think any of these teams play each other at this point. I think one of the teams plays the Brewers, but the Brewers are, are just kind of The Brewers, gonna make, have won the Brewers division, are going to make the playoffs much. at yeah. this point. They're going to they they're like win their division. Six game lead yeah, still. I think I think that ship is sailed. So because none of these teams Perhaps. are playing each other, I mean, they all could win eight games, right? Like they all could do extremely well yeah. because there's not there's no inherent elements of like, oh, this team won, therefore this team must have lost. Yeah. And that's what makes it impossible to really know how many wins it's gonna take. If you're the Diamondbacks, just just keep winning, right? I mean, if yeah. you if you win every day, you're gonna stay in your spot, right? Um, and you know, at any time, anytime you don't win, there's, there's some risk here and, and what happens is entirely out of your control. Uh, Brett Johnson says we are pirates fans for the rest of the year. Yes, we absolutely are. We absolutely <laughs> I'm always are. a pirates fan. I know no, I said I they have lots of games, they, they have lots of series left against mm -hmm. all of these teams and it's pretty Pittsburgh is like the one team that has Listen, a lot left. Let's remember when the, the pirates were like. The team for about a, a three week span. Yeah, yeah the they season. were. They were like ten over five. They were very yeah, they were good. Unreal. <laughs> they were very. But good. they were always the pirates. Yeah, they've always been the pirates. This is, <laughs> it is uncanny. The pirates. The pirates' remaining schedule. Wow, they have it two, is crazy. They have two games against the Cubs. Two more against the Cubs. Then they are at Cincinnati for three. Then they're at Philadelphia yeah, for three. Yeah. Then they're at home against the Marlins yeah. to finish the season. <laughs> Let's go, the Pirates. Are, yeah, the pirates are I'm gonna show up with an eye patch tomorrow. <laughs> Let's go, the Pirates, Let's go Just so people have some context for that that Pirates Cubs game, it, it looked like a, a bullpen game for the Pirates. I didn't look really close, but uh, I mean both both of the first couple pitchers out for the Pirates had ERAs that were very high. It was going to be a pretty tough one for for the Pirates to win. But I think the Cubs have Justin Steele going tomorrow, and I think they have Kyle Hendricks going on Thursday. So things still look pretty good for the Cubs in that series. I'm only bringing it up because Brett's brought it up multiple times. Dustin Pedroia is responsible for this. For the for the Pirates? No, for for not the Pirates, <laughs> for the the uh, D-backs being good. Brett Johnson's um, like Pedroia said, why not the young guys? Well, yeah, he also mentioned Pedroia earlier. Um I just wanted Dustin Pedroia, Red okay. Sox legend, ASU legend. We should uh, probably like give the actual background story here for people who who might not have seen it. Uh Dustin Pedroia apparently like came into the clubhouse uh apparently this was on friday this is from 
Teo Mackey from the Arizona Republic. Uh, and he came to just talk to Diamondbacks players about how to handle this playoff push and everything. And Pedroia's message was, don't tell me a young team can't win a world championship. Tell me that doesn't get you fired the Let's fuck up. Let's go. I need a brick wall to run through right now. Let's go. Uh, he knows. Well, he knows what it takes. That was, that was on Friday. So yeah. the Diamondbacks have theoretically gone 4-0 and since then. The playing laser exclusively show. teams that they are in direct competition with. There you go. Pedroia, the destroyer. Well, Diamondbacks have one more game at home, and then they have that final series at the end of the year, which do not miss that. Do not miss, miss the yard sale, by the way, at Chase Field mm. during that <laughs> yeah, Friday. Come for the They're yard giving sale. Away, they brought it up on the, the broadcast. They're yeah. giving away some of – or not giving away. You can purchase, I guess, some of the old Archie Bradley beard giveaway that they did. Yeah, that's very um, flammable. Apparently, they made it very clear yeah. that it, to what keep it away this? from it's – uh, it's, be- it's a beard giveaway. Oh, we'll had. be there. The 29th. Yeah, uh, up on the ter- La Terraza, right? Yeah. It's called. Yeah, um, they have like a lot of the giveaway items, like the bobblehead you might have missed out on, things like that. All they, have them available. That they have, they sell it. Is I he, will be there no matter what. No matter what. There's great stuff. No matter what. I was trying to buy stuff for the office at last year's. We're going to show up they with had like, Bradley beards. They had like old pictures like that they would have yeah. up around the stadium as like Yeah, no, you can find available. some cool stuff. There's there. some great stuff. So And I believe it supports the the D-backs Foundation. It does. Right it does support the D-backs Foundation. Uh, you can get to that game by buying your tickets through Game Time, which is the best place to buy last-minute tickets. Uh, you can also get tickets tomorrow for tomorrow's game. Come on out. It's going to be a good game. Root on the good guys. Get them through this two-game sweep over the Giants, and let's end their season. Uh, I know that might be hyperbole, but I feel like that's what we're going to do. If uh, the D-backs win tomorrow, the Giants, I mean, they're not mathematically eliminated, but that would make it really hard for them. Yeah. I mean, they're 76 and 75 right now. So a loss tomorrow makes them 76 and 76. We were just talking about, you know, needing 86 wins potentially to get in there. That would mean the Giants out, would have there. to win out to yeah. get to 86 wins at that point. Or at least go, off the go nine and one. Just yeah, yeah. Nine and one or something like if, that. If the Diamondbacks win tomorrow. We eliminate the Giants off the graphic because it'll feel like the Diamondbacks were. We're gonna do. Then you're gonna have to like redesign the graphic. It's it's not gonna look right. You just shift everything down a little bit. It's fine. It's a little bigger. It'll be fine. Okay. Uh, Okay. But that's that's none of your concern. What your concern is? Go get yourself some tickets from Game Time. Show up to the game. Root on the Diamondbacks. Uh, Game Time is the fastest growing ticketing app in the country for a reason. You can snag the tickets without the stress with Game Time. You can download them very easily. It's an aesthetically pleasing app. Download the GameTime app now, create an account, and use our promo code of PHNX. You will get $20 off your first purchase. Terms do apply. Again, create an account and redeem code PHNX for $20 off. Download GameTime today. Last-minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. We talked about the Dodgers. Yeah, someone mentioned it in the chat. They also have a very tough schedule remaining. So they'd have to win out against the Padres and Dodgers. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if they if the Diamondbacks win tomorrow, the Giants are good luck I mean, with that. Pretty D- much impossible. Good luck point. with that. But I will recommend this to all Giants fans. You can get yourself some OGs brands gummies. We've used them at times to get over losses. We've also celebrated wins with OGs gummies. It doesn't matter. Whatever the occasion, OGs has it figured out for you. If you are stuck on what kind of gummy to get, you can get their mixed bags right now. The fruits. And the creams, we were enjoying those earlier today. They were fantastic. The fruits with the red apple, watermelon, peach. The creams, blackberries and cream, orange creamsicle, peaches and cream, strawberries and cream. So much more. Bunch of Hall of Fame flavors all in one place. Plus, you can get them in a sunny sativa or a mellow indica blend and customize your OG's experience on, you know, for 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 maybe off days or, or, or for big wins like tonight. So check out our friends at OG's Brands for yourself and try one or a few 
of their many delicious flavors. They are all about flavoring life. You can check them out across all socials at OG's Brands and, on, and online at ogsbrands.com to find them at a local dispensary near you. Must be 21 or over to enjoy. Please enjoy responsibly. Uh, also, big shout out to all of you that are already diehard members. If you have not gotten your diehard membership yet, make sure to do so now. Of course, not only does it get you all of the wonderful content from the hardworking folks around here like Jesse Friedman uh, and Gerald Bourget and all of our writers around here, Craig Morgan, he's in Australia right now just banging out pieces on the on the Coyotes training uh, everything they got going on out there. So make sure to join us, but you'll get yourself a free piece of merchandise from the phnxlocker.com. You'll get 20% off all future purchases. You get access to our members only discord lounge, which is the best place to be an Arizona sports fan. You also get uh, discounts from our partners, $50 gift certificate for mountain Mike's pizza, a Dobson ranch ranch card, and so much more. So make sure to sign up today over at gophnx.com. Jesse, the one and only Tommy Troy was at Chase Field tonight. He, he got to experience the big win over the Giants. Uh, and uh, he was also in a boot. He was in a boot. He was yeah. hobbling around Chase Field. When I, when I got to the ballpark, I was looking for Tommy Troy uh, doing batting practice. Because, you know, that's something they, they usually like to do with first-round picks. Is you bring him in, you give him an, you know, a chance to, to take batting practice with some of the, some of the major league players. And, uh, yeah, he was just wearing street clothes and, and uh, in a boot. Uh, he actually had surgery six days ago. There's a, apparently a fracture in his foot somewhere. I don't know exactly the details, but some sort of foot fracture that he's been playing through this entire season. Wow. Uh, suffered all the way back. Jesus. Uh, suffered all the way back he's in March. Uh, he said he, uh, he tweaked it again a few weeks later and made it worse, but somehow he was able to play through it the entire year, both at Stanford and then, of course, with the Diamondbacks as well. Uh, he did miss a little bit of time at the end of the Hillsborough hop season in high A, but that was because of a hamstring tweak, not because of this other fracture, which apparently he's just figured out how to play through. Uh, but the plan all along was to wait until the end of the season and then get it taken care of. And it sounds like a pretty minor procedure. Uh, he had it six days ago, as I said before. And within a few weeks, it sounds like he'll he'll pretty much just be on you know pain management at that point, and pretty much be a full go for the off season. So no concerns as of right now going into next season. Uh, but he wasn't able to get you know the full Chase Field uh, you know first time at the Major League Park experience when he was out there today. You did have a chance to get some video from him though. And yeah, yeah, it? he spoke about uh, the injury and and what it was like to play through it. If we can if we can roll that clip. Yeah, definitely. Uh, yeah, it was definitely bugging me a bit, um, but you know, uh, still grinding through it. Found ways to deal with it and find a way to win. That's all you gotta do. How did it happen? Uh, a ball hit it um, from a pitcher, and then I I rolled it like a few weeks after that and made it worse. But yeah, <laughs> couldn't get out of the way. He was throwing probably like 85, but it still got me. <laughs> uh, got me in the wrong spot, and then. I rolled on it uh, a few weeks later, made it worse, but you know, still find a way to you know help help Stanford win, help us go back to Pearl Group Series, you know, play great. Man, kiss. imagine breaking your Fine, foot and then like he said like he rolled over it a little bit, made it worse. Yeah, it sounds awful. That sounds, <laughs> sounds terrible. Just terrible baseball. Yeah, uh, like, especially if like it was a known fracture. I, I mean, I'm just wondering in general if that was something that came out 
later and wasn't really detected? It it sounded like it was something that they've known about. And I guess with some injuries, you can just kind of play through them and they theoretically don't get worse. And you can, although he said it did get get worse. Uh, Yeah, it sounded like the plan was to wait until the end of the season all along and just get it taken care of so he didn't have to miss any time during the year. Uh, but yeah, we do have uh, another clip as well from Tommy Troy talking about some of the defensive improvements that he's made this year playing shortstop. Yes, 100%. I mean, one of the one of the best things about this program is their defense. Um, you know, just their development of defense. Um, and, you know, getting the, getting the opportunity to prove myself at shortstop and playing every single day and working super hard every single day um, on my craft at shortstop has been super fun. And it's, it's been awesome to see, like, my development so far just in the short span with them. Um, and I feel like I perform really well at shortstop, and I feel like I will continue to win improve. Defensively. Improved? Yeah. Oh, just enough, just polishing and just being able to play there. You know, I didn't get much experience at shortstop at Stanford. Um, but, you know, just taking ground balls there every single day and working on things that, you know, I would never think about before. Just certain body positioning stuff and just repeating that over and over again, cleaning things up. Kind of just it makes a big difference once you get out there in the field and you're, and you're confident and you feel prepared. You know, Little kiss. Don't. No, no, you guys no, didn't no, even listen to what Tommy Troy said. How you can you lean on, lean on the whole time? <laughs> I didn't hear him. I did all. listen to what he said because he called this a program. Yeah. Which is did. hilarious. You yeah. can tell he's a college kid referring <laughs> to this organization as a program. <laughs> Uh, yeah, but obviously, you know, the defensive thing about the Diamondbacks, I mean, they have a reputation for being a good defensive team and yeah, you know, I think that's fair. You, you, you want to be a part of that, especially if you take pride in your defense, but more importantly, everything Brett Johnson has said is, is exactly correct. The man is an absolute dog. Uh, and we are going to induct him into the Damon Dogs for <laughs> playing a full season with a broken foot. You get to be an honorary member of the Damon Dogs because you, man, he's yeah, you he's have a, the dog. He's a you Stanford dog kid. He's a he's a smart kid who's also tough. Inject it. Welcome yeah. to the show. Welcome, welcome to, to yeah, exactly. Welcome Call welcome him up. In. He uh, uh, in in high A this year. He had uh let's see 99 played appearances. He slashed 247, 343, 447. He had a 790 OPS. So pretty solid numbers there. He played a few games in in the rookie league prior to that. Um, but yeah, I mean, as as you heard him uh, talk about in the first clip, it sounds like the foot injury probably had some impact on his performance. I would imagine more so defensively than sure. than offensively. But sure. uh, yeah, I mean, a, a pretty solid professional debut. You know, it was it was short. It was 115 played appearances altogether, but. He held his own against professional pitching, and you know that's a that's a pretty big step to take. I know he was facing pretty good competition at Stanford as well, but you know these these players are professionals for a reason, and and he's been up to the challenge so far. I agree, and I mean, yeah, I, even even if it was just minor pain, right? It's got to impact your speed. It's got to impact everything a little bit. Yeah, so, I would think so. You know, I uh, paid a decent amount of attention to ASU baseball this year. I can promise you, he was not. Facing the same talent in Pac-12 baseball as he was, uh, <laughs> that's fair. And in, in, even in the minors, that's fair. Uh, Dope Solo said he's tardy, but he has a pass. We will accept it. Uh, just to catch you up. Diamondbacks are a wagon. Zach Gallon didn't have his best stuff, uh, but he was enough. Uh, Cattell Marte got King Snake. 
Uh, what else did we cover? I don't know. I was, how do you just get to show up late and then be like, but I got a pass? He's got a pass. Where's the, you got to produce the pass. Mom yeah. called the office. Oh, okay. You got the call. Okay. I just want to make sure. Like, you can't just say, Thanks, like, if Damon. the student just shows up and is like, I got a pass, the office lady's going to be like, can I see the pass, please? Yeah. Damon's just back there taking, taking calls. I'm going to tell you guys one thing. This is one piece of information I shouldn't even share on a live program like this. But the reason the reason why I was given this stupid mayor nickname is because I go places like I have a pass without having a pass. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's a state of mind. Yeah, you've it's always a level been of that confidence. kind of guy. Yeah. It, it really is. <laughs> and I can't explain that. You've always been that kind of guy. A fucking schemey bastard. <laughs> no, I respect it because I'm fair so enough. I'm so not like that. Yeah, yeah, I'm such a rule follower. I couldn't sneak in anywhere yeah. if I tried. I, but I feel I'll like if I was in. with Derek, I, I could in. get anywhere. I just anywhere. don't get asked for a ticket. That's all I'm saying. I just don't get asked. Yeah, that's fair. It's not sneaking if you're doing it in front of the security's face. That's right. You just high five the security and get to know him. Hey, what up chris you know that kind of thing. my name's but not anyway. even chris but i respect that i respect the confidence Go right, right ahead. exactly just kind of enamored by it you know what i mean uh well i will tell you one thing we are enamored by is this saturday neon led neon sign we got over here that is not our school we don't want to look at it but it's yeah, beautiful anytime that there's mistakes on the show it's because damon's just like just fucking yeah, he's over here just oh, eyes glazed oh, over, just staring at the neon uh, lights like a moth. He does this One little, of the like, he starts bowing to it. <laughs> the lights it's, make it look pretty nice. It's red, white, and blue. It's just, it's a America. It's well, I was gonna say, what's your problem with red, white, and blue? Oh man, no. <laughs> I can't get myself. You really backed yourself. I really can't get yeah. myself out of this one. So I'm just gonna say, if you're a diehard fan or a casual supporter, you'll love the way that these signs from Saturday Neon light up. Of course, they're made with high quality materials. They're also backed by a two year warranty. Uh, they're shipped to you with everything you need to mount them, power them, dim, dim them. Uh, so every sign is ready to go. They make great gifts. They also make great decorations for your office and your man cave. So go to SaturdayNeon.com. Use code PHNX for 10% off your order today. Free shipping for orders over $200. And, of course, they have uh, 19 select schools, including University of Arizona, Colorado, Alabama, Wisconsin, Auburn, and many others. I was going to say, we keep talking about the U of A one. Everybody and their mother's a Colorado fan yeah. now. Go get yourself a Colorado That's sign. That's right. Go get yourself a buff sign. Support Dion. We all love Dion. Neon Dion? Ooh. Come the fuck. Ooh. Oh, what, what are we even neon doing? Dion. Why don't we all have one of those? There's going to be a giant neon sign of oh, Dion on man. campus. Soon. That's what we need. It's what we need. <laughs> um, also, another thing I Damon need. basks um, in the glow of the neon. There. <laughs> all hail. Uh, I need the strongest margarita in Arizona. And where where do we get the strongest margarita in Arizona? Is that even a question? I don't it's even know. It's a legal pizza, man. It's a legal pizza, man. You should know that by now. But, of course, if you don't, it is the place to get Arizona's strongest margarita margarita uh it also has the best patio season time of the year it's time we're under 100 we're gonna be there saturday yeah that's uh, right asu uh will pre-game meet up and post-game show live from illegal pizza in tempe great place to um, from great so place. the vibes are gonna be the vibes, I was the vibes are gonna be crazy were you it was incredible it's gonna be it's i was go- sitting on the patio the misters were flaring um, i was watching some college football kind of crazy. again below 100 degrees 
The roof no, was open at Chase no Field No invite today. or any kind of heads up. That's I was wild. in Tempe that day. Like, he's also kind of bragging about yeah, it. I was in Tempe that wild. day for the ASU game. Yeah, I was nice. shouting out our sponsor for being a fantastic organization. And exposing yourself for being a bad friend in the process. It's fine. He's not um, wrong. Bad friends, good friends, all of them. They love Illegal Pete's. Oh, well, we can all get together and we can, you know, hate <laughs> on each other <laughs> at Illegal Pete's. Uh, of course, uh, Illegal Pete's is your go-to spot this summer. Stop by for happy hour, 3 p.m. to 8 p.m. every day at all 12 locations. Illegal Pete's, the go-to spot for burritos buddies and beer and the asu podcast yeah uh, the margarita is so strong you won't care that usc is beating asu by 80 <laughs> they might never win a football game ever again not this year at least <laughs> but the margaritas never are good again, at least ever again <laughs> uh, oh it makes me sad uh my football team suck but anyway uh we thank you guys so much for loving the arizona diamondbacks and for being here tonight of course you can follow us all on twitter I am at cap underscore caveman with a K. Sean is at Sean underscore to pause. Jesse is at Jesse N. Friedman. Of course, the people's producer, Damon, uh, is at Damon Dog. That's with a D-A-W-G. And, let me, and let me just say. Our Damon's dogs. We inched a half game. There you go. On the Phillies. We're coming. We are coming. The D-backs, I mean, that, that's, I mean, even in, from a playoff standpoint, the D-backs are two and a half behind the Phillies. We are coming. It's not impossible. We are coming. It did, that seemed impossible a few weeks ago. Like the idea of catching the Phillies seemed like such a lock, and now like one bad series and they're out of the a playoff spot too. That's right. I That's think right. they're still gonna make the playoffs. Obviously, out of a right. playoff spot would be maybe a stretch. But well, out I'm of just the, saying, out of the they, first they, spot, they were all of a sudden yeah. they show up to a series and they get swept. Nothing is secure for any of these wild card teams. Like none of them can afford to turn back into the shitty teams we all were together at once right we all lose <laughs> together we all win together you gotta keep pace or else all of these come. teams had a point in the year where they just looked hopeless yes yeah. yeah. so they they 10 uh, under 500 the marlins have had kind of an up and down year do you remember was, how big our lead was in the all city division yeah. it was double digits it is for kind most of funny of the though year, jesse like the phillies seem to have seemed like such uh, a lock for a, a while but this wild card has been such a battle of suck uh, that we have dragged the phillies back into it like yeah. they have been there and we have we have said you are not you are in this wild card race for you you are going yeah. to be in this wild yeah. card race yeah. you're you gonna like get it or dirty not. with us whether you like it you're or not, not you're not just getting away with this you we're not gonna let you get away with this that's not the way that this works we don't let anybody get away with anything but the uh, brewers are lucky believe, we didn't drag them into it yeah the brewers they already got away with it but i do believe i was in the middle of saying we are damon's dogs <laughs> All right, all right. Uh, of course, uh, our show is at phnx underscore dbacks, but all roads do lead to at phnx underscore sports on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Uh, we thank you guys again so much for your time. Thank you for stopping by tonight. Uh, and remember, kids, baseball is fun, but it is so much more fun when we finally free Brett, apparently.